Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Is it really? Mostly? Yes, it is. It, yes, it is. Has so, been for, what, uh, 13 years. 13 years. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. To help celebrate Gun for Hire's 30 years in the business, we will be having a massive 31-day giveaway starting October 1st, which was yesterday. If you purchase anything in the gun store starting October 1st for $50 or more, that transaction will earn you one ticket. Every day we will have a drawing for shirts, safes, gun bags, memberships, and six firearms. Okay? Maybe store credit, etc., etc. We got a Henry Lever action. We got a Python. We got a 365 two-tone. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Every, draw, every drawing, the winning ticket will be put back, increasing your chances of winning again with our exciting prizes and tickets. So that's how we're celebrating 30 years in business, ladies and gentlemen. So stop down. Uh, Mark Cheeseman got his carry permit, Sandy. Wow. Wow, that years is a hallmark. And years Yep. Thousands and thousands of dollars and lawsuits and Supreme Court and everything, and he finally got it. There are still tons of problems. Essex hasn't issued any yet. Sussex hasn't issued yet any yet. There's other counties of the 21 counties that haven't issued yet. Bergen County is completely un unbridled and out of control it's unhinged which we're going to go over a little bit but i do not want anyone to give up hope look at how far we have come seriously people are getting issued permits the 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 carry the bruin ruling was so so effective that the past governor florio died Oh really? Did okay. he finally? Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. He he died. He died. He was the mastermind behind the assault weapons ban yeah. in the early '90s in New Jersey. And we had bumper stickers and stickers on our gun bags back then. It said "Florio Free" in '93. That's right. It took us 19 years, but he's gone now. And I'm glad and, he uh, lived to see it yeah. too. Yeah, he lived to see this. Uh, well, the assault weapons ban was reversed federally, but New Jersey, you know, he didn't get to see that being reversed, his verbiage. But we have concealed, oh, excuse me, we have right to carry in New Jersey now. And uh, listen, the efforts by all of the 2A groups, especially ANGRPC, Strike Force, led by Dan Schmutter, Scott Bach, Evan Knappen, et al., uh, it's it's been phenomenal. The fundraising by CNJFO, all of you out there, we have to continue on this path. Ter turn your anger into donations. You know, there's this whole thing. People are eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all week so that they can save up more money to donate to the CNJFO lawsuit or ANJRPC. Guess what? I could eat peanut butter and jelly all week. I don't have to be coerced. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> all right. And if anybody out there, we want to start a fight here. I like either Skip or Jiffy, and I like it either crunchy or smooth. I prefer it on some type of uh, unhealthy white bread. Oh, and I prefer Welch's grape jam from the squeeze bottle, which is less mess. Yes, I know it's like lowbrow, but that's what I was raised on. Yeah, exactly. If they still made Wonder Bread, that's what I would be putting it on. They don't make Wonder Bread anymore, huh? I don't know. I haven't seen it in mm. years. So, wow. those so, little bubble, colored mm. bubbles. Yeah, that was correct. Nice. The balloons. Yeah, the balloons. 
So anyway, I want everybody to know that the fight is on. Keep reporting to Strikeforce at ANJRPC.org. Now, just because we don't get back to you instantly doesn't mean we're not compiling. Listen to what Scott said yesterday, uh, last week. Remember, he's like the voice of reason and the voice of plotting and planning. You know, I want to hit everything with a, with a cudgel and just smash it. But we can't do it that way. But we are working on it. We're aware that Essex hasn't issued a permit yet. We're aware that Sussex hasn't issued a permit yet. We're aware about Bergen County. We're aware about Ocean County screwing around. They removed the restrictions, then they put the restrictions back on. We're, we're aware of all of that. And uh, I'm going to go over it more in detail as, as we go along. But, you know, we're, we're going to be ready to sue, and we're not ready to sue yet. Scott's tact was we're, we're still trying to get it with honey before vinegar, right? I know I feel like I'm past that, and Scott says he feels like he's past that as well, but let the tacticians do their thing for a little bit more. Meanwhile, precedent is being set in probably like 14 or 15 counties, including Hudson County, where permits are being issued. So let's look at the positive aspect here. And I'm getting tons of messages and emails. It's been 60 days. It's been 61 days. What am I going to do? At this point, until we decide to launch some lawsuits and sue some people, you really can't do anything except continue to put the pressure on. Now, if it's at the courts, it's hard to put the pressure on from that point. It's very, very hard to do that. But we have more problems that we need to start worrying about, okay? These problems we already know. It's out in the open, and we're addressing it. <clears throat> and we're taking we're taking care of it, and we will. We've never been in a better position. The Bruin ruling has. We've never been in a better position for everybody out there who's new to the two A movement, or like me and Sandy have been around since dust. Uh, <laughs> we're, we've never been in a better position having this ruling on our side and having uh, some good judges in some of the lower courts. So, here's what we have coming. We talked about the assembly bill. That was launched um, that is going to be for sensitive places. The, the verbiage was released last week, and Scott had talked about that in detail. The Senate bill is being written as we're taping this show right now, Rand. Uh, uh, what's your name again? Sandy. <laughs> so uh, Murphy did a, uh, a, a ask the governor thing, you know, where he speaks. <laughs> you know, now he's got his hair. His hair is all different now because he's trying to look more presidential. Oh, yeah, he did like this thing with his Some hair or, it goes all different directions. No, nah, he's not doing that, which is really odd. He always wears these wrinkled suits, and he wears like these multicolored sneakers with his suits, which is just oh. the optics are, you know, yeah. I guess that's like carpetbagger dress, I guess. It must be, be like the uh, libtard uniform of some sort. Yeah. So listen to what this douche flute said. Murphy said, such a measure was imminent, clarifying that to mean as in the next month or two and would mitigate the effects of a U.S. Supreme Court decision that made it easier for licensed owners to carry concealed handguns in public. So we're going to do a we're going to do a workaround to take our civil rights away from us, our, our, our rights. So. He wrote, the, the June court ruling struck down a key provision in New York's firearms law that required residents of the state to prove they needed to carry guns in public. It. Uh, it affects states like New Jersey, which has similar justifiable need tests for concealed carry permits and which is broadly regarded as having some of the strictest gun control measures in the nation. Murphy issued an executive order shortly after the court ruling requiring state agencies to review their statutes 
and regulations and determine whether they could designate gun-free zones, but so far no legislation barring guns from public spaces in New Jersey has been introduced. On Tuesday, Murphy said churches, entertainment venues, and even private property, unless you, the homeowner, explicitly say otherwise, would be designated as gun-free areas under a proposed bill. Well, that is not going to fly. <laughs> yeah. That's that's going that's so not going to fly at all. So this is amazing. This is amazing. So he wrote, "We need that now, based on the actions of this very right wing U.S. Supreme Court." Oh, oh my God! You know how much right-wing. sleep these people must have let, lost over this ruling. Absolutely. So he wrote. He said, "Action hasn't come more quickly for mostly benign reasons." due to other legislative activity and because the legislature only recently came back into session. I don't want to speak for the legislator, but I'm confident this ball will be rolling and, God willing, we'll get something sooner than later, he said. So, yeah, they just can't wait. God willing, now we have to invoke God on it? Yeah, well, God willing, yeah, because, you know. Uh, and I love his. He's always sooner than later, sooner than later, sooner than later. So this is a big problem we have, and they're going to try to deem everything sensitive places, and we're going to need help, and we're going to need plaintiffs, and there's going to be lawsuits for this. Uh, I'm sure Dan and Strikeforce, they're also, like I said, working on the permitting issues right now. And everybody keeps sending me your timelines, how long it took you, if you got your permit, if you didn't get your permit. Uh, it's very, very important that we all um, – share this with each other and uh, the next thing we have to worry about you know uh there's always end runs uh about banning the second amendment by uh you know not directly banning the second amendment and the new one now is where the credit card companies are creating a discrete category and uh, when you buy anything from a gun store gun shop or anything firearms related it's going to be kept in a database that's just wonderful yeah, so uh, which is interesting. So like 24 attorney generals already sent warnings to Visa and MasterCard about this. Uh, governor Ron DeSantis, who's one of the few governors that says any seeds, uh, turned around and said that he will not tolerate this. They will throw the credit card companies out of the state that are doing this. So remember I always said that us gun people were treated worse than sex offenders, were treated worse than pedophiles, yeah, right? absolutely. We right. are. Right. We are. We are. We are. So – this is what they're going to do. They're going to try to shame us. They're going to have a database. You know the database is going to leak, right? Oh, of course it is. Everybody who's ever bought anything. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and of course they're going to leak it to the FBI and other uh, law enforcement agencies. Uh, so, you know, which in essence creates a database, which is what the Supreme Court says you can't have a database of firearms like that. You can't have a national database. Obviously, we know there's local databases. Uh, but interesting that we're, this is the next step now. So all of our purchases will be monitored as well. It's just, it's, it's incredible. We're getting to this point, you know, besides cancel culture and everything else. Now this is just one more thing to put on us, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know where to turn anymore, but, uh, you know, uh, it's very interesting that uh, we're going to be against the wall, and pretty soon they're going to have us, I guess, dressing differently. Uh, yeah, I guess they probably would. Maybe with a band or something on our arm, around our arm. Yeah, yeah, something like that would. Be yeah, good. we. Yeah, I mean, that's it's it's pretty interesting that we're we're at this point now. Uh, the whole show that I'm going to be discussing uh, today is going to be a lot of uh, safety and carry and everything. 
but I want to talk about a few other things right now. Uh, I got some great letters, and I'm going to share a few while we're while we're hot on the topic of Carrie. Anthony, thanks for the great work on the show. I'm in Bergen County and want to withdraw my carry application. It was submitted to the court on September 1st. What lawyer do you recommend? Thanks, Rich. Well, I gave Rich a lawyer. I have different lawyers depending on different counties. And uh, if you have anything in Bergen County and you get called to the judge, you need to re- withdraw your application and uh, because you are going to be denied by uh, Judge Caslow and uh there's a good chance in 45 days the prosecutor's going to come and take all your, your firearm, the firearms ID card and all your guns. There's pretty, it's been, history's been repeating over and over again from all the data and the court transcripts that I've been reading. And um, it's, it's pretty agrarious, agrarious, and there's also, uh, there's also some, some people were denied, Sandy, and they're exaggerating. They're, they're, they're posting that all they had was this little thing when, in fact, they did have more legitimate uh, previous charges yeah. that uh, wasn't um, it wasn't looked at as closely when they apply for their FID card and pistol permit, and now it's being more scrutinized. But now here's what's happening: it's traveling down. So when the judge in Bergen denies somebody their permit, he chastises the police department for not doing a thorough investigation. So now I'm going to imagine we're going to start seeing police departments yeah. uh, denying them yeah. uh, so that they don't go to the judge under the law and public safety uh, clause. And uh, and then my biggest fear is it's one thing to be denied. The, the, my biggest fear is after 45 days, the prosecutor uh, taking your FID card and seizing your firearm. So if you're not an Eagle Scout in Bergen County, do not submit an application for the next six to eight months. We waited a long time for this. Wait, let's have a little strategy here, okay? I've effectively gotten a bunch of people to withdraw their applications, and it's easy enough when the judge uh, contacts you, the judge's chambers, you can withdraw it. But if you're thinking about applying in Bergen and you do have some skeletons in your closet, don't put it in at all because now the police departments are probably going to start doing it because they fear retribution from the judge in open court when he chastises them for letting this go through whether it's legitimate or not. We will have our day in court eventually. So please, this is the tips I have to share with all of you. Then I get good stuff. Hi, Anthony. Applied as as soon as you started doing qualifications. Just got the call. I'm approved. Going to the judge Monday, and I'm a New York resident. Thanks for everything as always, Billy. A non-resident from New York gets a carry permit. Residents in Bergen County can't get carry permit. <laughs> seems like certain things haven't changed, right? Yeah, seems like it. I got this is a great one. You were just plain awesome. I applied in Millville, New Jersey on August 12th and was sent to the court on August 30th. I have a court date October 30th and the judge has approved me. I will keep you updated. Kim, Cumberland County. Yo, go Kim. This is what I want to hear. Let me see. Some of these are really long. I can't do them all. They'll kill me. Uh, okay, wow. Who wrote all that? Oh, Michael H. I love him, but damn. Anthony and Phoebe, good afternoon, Anthony. I hope the knee is coming along. I'm 100%. I started boxing and working out again, by the way. Good afternoon, Anthony. I hope the knee is coming along. Plus or minus 60 days after submitting my application, I received my New Jersey unrestricted permit to carry a handgun. As always, thanks for the photos and qualification course. Any questions, please call. Thank you, John, from Wayne, New Jersey. (laughs) Ha ha, Passaic County, John. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, here's one. 
For info purposes for your township records, my friend and I turned in our carry permits on 829 in Deptford Township, New Jersey. We received our email from Judge Michael Silvano's secretary, Tracy Solano, on September 12th, so that's 13 days later, for an appearance required court date on October 20th at 1.30 p.m. at Gloucester Justice Complex in Woodbury. Uh, would it be a good idea to, uh, for a lawyer up front, the court case, the judge, if the judge tries anything to challenge my approval? And he wrote, also, it's pork roll, egg, and cheese. Love listening to you on Sunday mornings to start my day. Brad Battaglia. Brad, uh, you don't need a, a lawyer for Gloucester. Uh, Mark Cheeseman just got his. And uh, same county, same unit, same judge. You're, you're going to be fine. Uh, Anthony, in your Sunday show, you said you didn't have any intel for Cumberland County carry permits. Cumberland County is issuing unrestricted permits and no guns listed, as it should be. The Millville PD Firearms Division is very helpful and will do everything they can to expedite any of your firearms permits. Yours truly and always with gluten-free snacks, Gregory Ward. Thank Gregory, thank you so much. See, I need this intel. I want listeners to hear this and share it and spread it around. Because there are Facebook pages and other social media pages, but not everybody is on that. Okay? Okay. Uh, Anthony, Union County Superior Court told me today that my permit to carry was approved, and they'd be mailing it to my local PD today. This past week, I donated and joined ANGRPC and CNJFO. Thank you for all you do, Thomas P. Bravo. See, pay it forward, baby. We broke our asses to get here. Listen, everybody, you can't forget the donations, okay? You got to keep the donations coming uh, because uh, it's very important because the lawsuits are going to continue on and on. So all of you out there will be like, well, it cost me like $350 to get my carry permit for two years. Maybe I'd take another 150 a year and make a <clears throat> donation to the 2A group groups to help fund the lawsuits so that you can keep that carry permit so that you're allowed to carry it in more places than two square miles in the Pine Barrens. <laughs> Imagine having to get written permission from your mom that you can carry the gun in her house yeah, it's in your old room. Yeah, yeah unbelievable. So... Uh, Oh, here's one. So we're going to get a little angle here from a, uh, where is he? A Scotsman. And we all know this Scotsman. I'm just, oh, I'm trying to find it. There it is. Scott from Scott Shot Training. He goes, given all the difficulty people around the state are experiences, I thought I'd send a note to let you know that my local PD, East Brunswick, have been nothing but helpful in the process. Their point person there is helpful and friendly and sends an email when she has something to tell you. This is true for regular FID uh, matters also. Recently, I had to process a change of name on my FID card, and they, they gave me the correct information, enabling the whole process to be completed within weeks. For my application to carry, she accepted fingerprints I had gotten in advance of taking my packet. Bravo. She checked carefully through the packet with me before accepting it and told me that there are, were some issues with the Middlesex judge that people were working through. When I made an error in choice of references, she emailed me and told me that all I had to do was get a third reference on a new form and get it to them. When I dropped it off this morning, she told me that she would mail the letter out today. So East Brunswick PD is doing their part pleasant and efficiently, and I just wanted to pass that along with many thanks for all you do. Uh, Scott, I want to thank you. Scott, uh, I want to thank you as well from Scott Shot, Shot Training. So he was born in Scotland, and he wrote, P.S., a BLT from Mike's Sandwich Shop on Riva Ave in Milltown is the way to go. Listen, we have the Taylor Ham debate, but I will never turn down a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich, <laughs> yeah, ever. And if it's got Jersey tomato on it and thick-cut bacon, I will never fight with you scott believe me um i'm i'm i'm, uh, I'm on your team I'm, I'm on team blt here's a good one 
from uh, Tuan. And it's been 63 days since I submitted my application in Newark. On 826, I asked for an update and I was told it was sent to the judge and that no expected time would be provided. Historically, it's taken them over six months to process simple permits to purchase a handgun. I just wanted to offer an update. P.S. Newark is only taking applications on Monday through Thursday from 8 to 12. Sad thing is I asked to come in on a Friday to make changes to it, and there was a gentleman there that saw that they were working on my application but refused to take his. They could have easily taken his application. Also, their website says Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. Well, of course. So, uh, Tuan, it's all more classism stuff, right? Remember, it's not racism. It's classism. They want to make it as hard. They want to make it as difficult. They want to make it as confusing, expensive, uh, and ambiguous as we possibly can. So, they, they suck. Uh, in a few weeks, I'm going to be having a special guest on who went through a permit process in Patterson and used Frank Prozano and uh, had me helping in the background. And we all know the Patterson uh, firearms unit doesn't like me. And yeah. we scored a huge victory. So I can't I can't say it yet. We're waiting for uh, approval from uh, his lawyer. And as soon as we do, he's going to be coming on as a guest. So in a few weeks, you're going to be going to be having Mohammed or as I like to call him, Mo, Mo Ramadan will be on the show to share his experience with you in applying for a carry permit um, in Patterson. You got that? Get ready for this one. Here's a good one from Rico DeLuca. And I just called to check on the status of my carry with Jersey City. The person on the phone said that the only person who handles the permits, and she's on vacation till October 5th. Isn't that great? <laughs> So the clock is ticking. Also, I heard on your show that if you are moving, you have to start the whole process again. The wife and I are starting to look at other places and hopefully move soon. And I've been in the process of gaining the CCW for three months. If I gain the CCW for Jersey City, does it invalidate it if I change my address after? No. So, Rico, what I was talking about is that if you're changing it before you were approved. So once you get approved from Jersey City, if you move to another town, it's a very simple change of address. But the guy that e that, that, that emailed in the last time, he wasn't approved yet, and he, was, he just submitted his application like on a Monday, and he was changing his address on a Friday. Yeah. It's not going to be good. So, um, and he wanted to know if, they, if the carry permit encompasses the, higher, the entire state, but it's got to be issued from the town and the county that you live in. So... Uh, you know, he's looking for a house. So, Rico, you kind of got screwed because uh, they processed a crap load from Jersey City and Hudson County. And I guess with this person out on vacation now for a month or whatever, everybody's getting screwed. All right. So let's talk about this one. Hi, Anthony. Hope this email finds you doing well. Just wanted to let you know that I took your qualification course on July 6th. I turned in my completed package to Jefferson Township, Morris County on 7-7. And completed my Identico fingerprint scam, thanks to Corzine, on 7-8. My money order was cashed 8-30, and I received my unrestricted permit to carry on 9-19. How do you like that? He should have received it two and a half weeks earlier, but the court spelled his name wrong on his permit. <laughs> he goes, I wanted to thank you uh, for, and your team for all your help and hard work during the fight. I'm a firm believer in your saying, support those who support you. Oh, by the way, when I took your qual class, I was given a document that talks about the laws of use of force for retired police. If you send me a copy, I will proofread it and put in the proper uh, 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 spelling. You can't, George Perez, all right? Because we that's an exact verbatim copy of the state police and the AG's version 
of the use of force for retired PD, which is equivalent to f- civilians as well. So we can't change that document. He has an eye twitch, Sandy, because he has OCD, George, because he wants to <laughs> fix the spelling. We can- if we fix the spelling, George, it's not legitimate. He wrote, thanks again for your support. And, oh, I, too, refer to it as Taylor Ham. John Taylor created it in 1856. Those <laughs> pork <laughs> roll people can go pound ham. <laughs> George Perez, Jefferson Township. <clears throat> Bravo, great. George. Uh, all right. I'm going to save Michael for last. Okay. Here's one from Nishan. Anthony, told you I would update you on my process. Went to Bergen County, so here it is. Received my permit to carry from Karlstadt. He applied on 8-4. Okay. Had an appointment. Fingerprints, 8-4. Detective contacted him, 8-8. To tell him his background investigation was complete. Sandy, that's four days. That's pretty damn good. 825 Bergen County cashed his money order. 98 permit was was uh, issued. That's a month and 4 days, man. You have no idea. You have no idea how how lucky you are, Nishan. You have no idea. That is so great. Uh, I just got John Acapinti, him and his son, Passaic County. They Hawthorne, I think. They submitted two and a half weeks from the day they submitted it to the the issuing. Wow. <clears throat> Here's another one from Carlos Dominguez, Gunfire Gold member. Good evening, Anthony. I'm writing to inform you that my Teaneck uh, Township PD in Bergen County has been exceptional throughout the carry permit application. Yes, they have. Officer Daniel Antarini demonstrated excellent customer service and was informative to start to approval. He did require an extra form to be signed and notarized. They want their qualification form signed and notarized. It's not, it's not required. We're doing it for Teaneck residents. It's not a hill to die on, right? He submitted his application on 722. Okay, and he got his permit on 920. So 720, 820, not too bad. A little under two months. No restrictions on the permit to carry handgun. No additional per- paperwork to carry. The two guns I qualify with are listed on the back. Uh, never dealt with the front desk staff at TNAC PD. Only interaction with the front desk staff was to notify them about my appointment. The officer in the PD should be commended for their adherence to our 2A rights on your podcast. Please share this info in this week's podcast and recognize TNAC. Listen, I do. And thanks for all you do and all the 2A groups have achieved. Keep up the good fight, and you can count on my donations. Sincerely, Carlos Dominguez. Carlos is a great guy, by the way. This is what it's supposed to be like, not trampling our rights, not putting up barriers, not making it harder for us, not slamming the door. Sandy, East Orange, the clerk at the window in East Orange is an African-American woman. The majority of my East Orange members tend to be African-American here. Mm-hmm. Six of them have tried to turn, off, turn in their carry permit applications. And at the window, she says, we're still waiting for direction from the state police and the AG and shuts the glass window on wow. them. Wow. They are not allowed to even submit their paperwork. So I had, we had a discussion in the gun store the other day. I'm like, she's African-American. You guys are African-American. You can see how I've been preaching all these years. It's not racism. Right. It's classism. She works for the police department. She doesn't want you to have a gun. That's right. She's protected by the people with guns. You should not have a gun. She hates us. Yep. This is what it's all about. Listen, the day of reckoning is coming. I am just with bated breath waiting for the first civil servant, the first prosecutor, and the first judge to do a perp walk. Every time I say this, Dan Schmutter calls me (laughs) and says, stop saying that out loud. I'm like, no, no. Right, exactly. No. It has to happen. Why do they get to do that? So if I get a ticket, I don't have to pay it. If I have to appear in court, I don't have to appear in court. Why can they do to us what we can't do to them? Right. They work for us. That's right. The day of reckoning is coming. 
Thomas, I love you. Bruin is behind us. A, a New Jersey State Rifle and Pistol filed Bruin too already. Uh, there's going to be more lawsuits in the federal courts. We are going to fix this, okay? And with our legal team in New Jersey and with the group of supporters we have, we are going to fix it. So here's a little challenge. Everybody out there who's getting their carry, waiting for the carry, once they get their carry, anybody that's going to apply, your friend, family member, or coworker that you're helping through the process, you should say to them, listen, I help you through the process. I would love if you would take $50 and donate it to this group and $50 and donate it to that group. That's a way to pay it forward. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, absolutely. That's I spent, idea. You, know how many, you know how many countless hours I've spent answering the people's questions? Listen, I have ulterior motives here. I own a business. I'm a capitalist, right? So I help them, and they come in and spend their money. But I'm never, I never shy away from questions. Right. And my entire staff is the same way. But now here's your chance to help. If I spent countless hours talking to you at the range or in the gun store here, and I helped you with your permit process, and you got your permit, now, when you start helping people, everybody that you help, you should tell them, listen, I will help you with everything, but I need to show you, see proof that you donated $50 to this organization, $50 to that organization. It's a small price to pay right. for two years to have a, a carry permit. Right. So I want that's a little challenge I want everybody to do. Donate it to CNJFO. Donate it to the um, uh, DC Project. Donate it to ANJRPC. Donate it to NRA, uh, NJ2AS. Pick your 2A group, but donate it. This is from Bar Brian Carlisle. <clears throat> Good news, I received my carry today. It was issued September 15th, and I dropped off my package July 18th. August 18th. A little under two months, a month and a half. It's with no restrictions other than the two handguns I qualified uh, with. Uh, local PD notified me to come pick it up. Pretty seamless, end-to-end. Uh, -end. I only followed up twice during that period, once in mid-August, to ensure that no errors. And just yesterday, with a thank you email to my local PD. So that's nice, too. Okay, yeah. to send a thank you Absolutely. email after you've busted chops, you might want to send a thank you email um, to uh, your uh, like mayor and council that if you were busting them, uh, you might want to send that too. And he wrote, "Thank you for all you do with the two A community and making this a reality in New Jersey. I am planning my donations out and will get them in this month to the two A community. Have a great one, Brian Carlisle. Beautiful. You know what really gets my goat, Brian, when I answer." Millions of questions from people online and their friends of mine are in a group on Facebook. And then I see them shooting or, or, or buying something like somewhere within like 10 or 12 miles from me, other ranges and other stores. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow. It's it's interesting that there's like no more honor anymore from from so many people. You know, uh, it's just it's just whatever. I guess uh, I was raised different. Uh, this one, Anthony J. Nice name, Ant. Hi, my name is Anthony Tony, and I've been a member since I became a gun owner in 2022. That's new. Just wanted to update you on Passaic County Patterson. Just finished and listened to your 591 show, and I have been, I've been denied in Patterson because of my driving record. I filed my paperwork on 713 and was told to come on 829 because the state had objections to my application. The same application that the firearm detective sent up to the judge. When I went to the court, I did a last-minute lawyer with me, but the sh but the lawyer seemed to know nothing about two-way rights. That's a dangerous thing. Okay, yep. There was no prosecutor present, and the judge made his ruling based solely on my abstract. I know you have said that there are things being done behind the scene, and you can't speak of it yet. I just want to know that if you can point me in the right direction to a reasonable lawyer in regards to cost. Uh, and you know, He spoke to Knappen, and Knappen is like $5,000 retainer that he doesn't have. And I know time is of the essence because I have 45 days after my denial to fill it out, or they can take my FID. I sent him uh, somebody and he wrote thank you in advance so and uh good luck with that uh i want the full details as soon as we uh we get them by the way 
And there's a lesson uh, to be learned there, Aunt, right? I mean, don't yeah. think Jacoby and Myers can help you in situations like this. Correct. This is not. Reach out to me, and I'll yeah, give you the right, right lawyer in the right direction. And then you can take that advice, and you can go to another Ranger gun store ten minutes away from me <laughs> and spend the money there as a way of saying thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's perfect. Uh, it's. I tell you, it, I look. I just not. I, I'm like out with Tracy, and I show her my phone. I'm like, look, and I like look at this guy's picture. This cancel, and she looks at, it, and then I open up the messaging, and I go, look how many messages I answered for this person, and she's like, holy shit, it's like a quarter of a mile long. Yeah. The thread, you know. I'm like, yeah, that's how you get. Uh, that's how you get people. Thank you back. You know what I mean? That's that's yeah, how you do it right. today. That's yeah, great. Yeah, last one, Michael H. from Union County. Then we could probably take a break, I think, right? Yeah, then we could just or do no. some housekeeping whenever you want. Yeah, so Michael H. from Union County, uh, he's going through this process for a long time. And uh, he started this on June 28th was the application. July tw- July 21st, he emailed to his police department, asked for clarifications for, for prints. His police department told him on July 6th he did not need digital fingerprints. Okay, on July 15th, he dropped the application off on August 1st. He emailed the police uh, and he requested the ORI or case number so he can get fingerprinted in contradiction to the instructions received by the police department. He had to get fingerprinted. (laughs) And then on August 25th, his 60 day started and uh, they rejected it. This is summit. They rejected his application because he used uh, family members for his references. And then they retracted that three days later and told him you can use family members for your references so summit is learning and earning and mike h is still waiting uh, to uh to get his approvals on so uh it's going to be a, a little bit of a slog but mike please keep me posted because i need to share it with everybody out there who can i do some housekeeping yep can you do uh just sean's guiding reins and the other one so i can take a breather because i'm getting a little i'm, I'm getting a little hoarse all right sure yeah you've do been it. talking for quite a while so do right. it uh if you've got two or three dollars burning a hole in your pocket and want to do some decent good with it i'd ask you to donate to guiding range g-u-i-d g-u-i-d-i-n-g-r-e-i-n-s they have a um a wonderful program for equine therapy for PTSD, uh, TBI, any type of emotional issues and physical issues, post-stroke, that sort of a thing, uh, that is available free of charge to veterans and first responders. The problem is, is that they got their Biden cuts of 75% against their programs. So um, basically, it would take the pro, it would fund the program beginning of the year for about a week and a half. Mm. So they are in desperate, desperate need of help. So if you go to guidingrains.org and just click down to the bottom where it says donate and donate and put a little note in there that you heard it on Gun for Hire Radio. Uh, I would be so pleased, and it is a it is a program that I've seen work. It's just magnificent, really, really wonderful, uh, an amazing, amazing program. Uh, and it would be sad to have it shut down uh, for such a for such a ridiculous reason as um, our, our our dementia in chief, uh, uh, President Pudding Pop, President Pudding Pop, and uh, that's pretty much it. Um, mm. 
let's talk about Crossroads Kitchen with a K. Well, Crossroads Kitchen is really, really pretty good. Uh, if you're traveling down uh, I-26 through the state of North Carolina, the beautiful state of North Carolina, just after Hendersonville, on your way to the beautiful town of Columbus, uh, hop off. And go to Crossroads Kitchen. There are two gourmet chefs who are working out of a garage. <laughs> My kind of food. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And serving up some uh, really pretty good vittles. And uh, both, one or two of them might be from Jersey. So there you go. And now, they are two a supporters. Now, Just Sean's is in Greenville, South Just Sean's Carolina. is in Greenville, South Now, they're a meat-and-two and a meat-and-three place? Uh, he has a uh, breakfast buffet and, a, mm. uh, and, and an evening buffet. The only buffet I really dig is a breakfast buffet, by the way. Yeah, I'll eat both, but I yeah. love breakfast buffets. Both are very, very good, and it is probably uh, really, really good uh, down-home, uh, stick-to-your-ribs, southern cooking uh, with a really cool... Um, gourmet flair, let's just say to it. Flair. He said flair. Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Yes. Okay. Ready? Marty's V Burger. Marty's V Burger.com. Mention Gun for Hire. Get 20% off. Or you can pick it up on Fridays at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. Uh, U.S. Law Shield is having a seminar in October in New Jersey, October 14th. Sandy, 150 seats. As of yesterday, 106 seats were sold out, so you better go on and register. Oh, that's good it's, uh, it's October 14th at the Clifton Masonic uh, Lodge. I'm supposed to be in Naples, Florida that week. I don't know if I'm going to be in Naples, Florida that week. <laughs> if let's there is pray. a Naples, Florida. Yep, let's pray for everybody there. They're still sorting out the mud and the silt and the, and, and the people who got hurt, so my thoughts and prayers for them. Uh, don't forget NYTAC Defense, N-Y-T-A-C defense.com. If you live in New York, check out Peter Tillum. Mention Gun for Hire, one word, and get $3.50 a month off your monthly membership of $35. John Petrolino, decoding firearms, available on Amazon and here at the Gun for Hire. Quarantine Crawl, over quarantinecrawl.com, over 352 businesses. Support those who support you, as I always say. My doctor, Optimal Health Wellness NJ. Optimal Health Wellness NJ. Uh, Dr. Joe Sambatero, for a few hundred dollars a month, no more office visits, no more waiting for appointments. Concierge medicine, baby. It is our future, not socialism. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, L-A-K-E-I-S.org. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol in Carteret, New Jersey, is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competition. Sharon Decker at Zen Float Center in Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Check out zenfloatcenter.com, please. Uh, okay, I'm pretty much done. I want to go down. I want to talk about this class. So last week we had our first in-class use of force class, three-hour-long class. Nice. And uh, I've been talking about this all the time. Use of force and the firearm safety course like the state police are doing should not just be slides that you watch. There should be some type of class that you that you learn from. So all of our classes are taught by, you know, PTC certified RPOs and uh, and other instructors. And uh, it's funny because the course was about two hours and then a question and answer session was about two hours. And here's just three accolades to make you understand how this works and how important it is because we give a short test at the end and we document it, Sandy, and we put it in your folder. 
I thoroughly enjoyed this use of force class. I felt it was informative and inclusive. I was the only woman in class, yet I felt included and extremely comfortable with the participants. The engaging instructors uh, and easy-to-understand dialogue makes this training course I would recommend for any level pistol owner. I am currently a novice but can easily reach expert level with the professional staff at Gun for Hire. Great job, uh, Melania Santiago. Excuse me. Thank you, Melania. Um, I just wanted to let you know you guys have an amazing use of force class. It was very informative, and there was a great interaction between the students and the instructors. Your staff is fantastic. This was my third class with you guys, and I plan to do many more. Tom Tully. Thank you, Tom. Last night I attended the first use of class force offered at Gun for Hire and have to say it fulfilled my expectations completely. Vlad, Moosey, and James presented the material in a direct, comprehensive manner, covering everything from the sanctity of life to cover and concealment and everything in between. They answered all questions that were presented to them by the class, often expanding on them different uh, scenarios and perspectives. Can't get that from a slideshow. The class breaks down the stereotype, stereotypical ideas about carrying a firearm and expressed how important it is to know how the law interprets actions and how the decisions that we may have to make could directly affect us. The class coupled with the holster draw class I took last Sunday gave me a whole new perspective and appreciation for carrying a firearm. Everyone considering should carrying should make it a priority to attend these classes. Thank you and your team for sharing your knowledge and experience with the public. Regards, Scott F. from Colonia, Middlesex County. See, that's what it's all about. Live class, interaction, questions and answers, different scenarios. That's where it's all about. So I want to talk about safety now, training. If you've all hung out this far. In New Jersey, remember, right now, before this bills become law, where you can't carry a firearm in New Jersey, any location prohibited by state regulation or law or by federal law, can't carry in casinos, can't carry in a vehicle without a firearms permit. Uh, you can't go cruises to the state, uh, the Statue of Liberty, Liberty Island, or Ellis Island. You can't carry in state parks, educational institutions national or state forests and wildlife management areas, and private property against the wishes of the owners. Firearms owners should never consider any list of restricted, restricted locations exhaustive. Call ahead to ask about the firearm policy or go online and check. Where can you carry? Right now, bars and restaurants with permission, places of worship with permission, in a vehicle while in possession of an FID card, license, or permit, at your place of business, at a roadside rest area, in your residence believe it or not, are on land you own. We're still allowed to carry on land we own. Isn't that great? <laughs> so a lot of people want me to cover uh, some of the CCW tricks and traps and everything, and uh, there's some good ones. You know, my mentor is forever, uh, Masad Ayub, and uh, he goes over, this, is, this is, goes back a long, long time, and everybody listening to the show should go to the police uh, bookshelf and order In the Gravest Extreme. But here's Masada Yub's Ten Commandments of Concealed Carry. Commandment number one, if you carry, always carry. The tool does no good if it's sitting at home. You cannot predict when evil will need to be faced down. Commit yourself to always carrying. Colonel Jeff Cooper, guys, once said that all the best training in the world is for naught if your defensive firearm is not within hand's reach of you. True. Number two, very important here. Don't carry if you're not prepared to use it. Predators sense your willingness or fear. A number of studies show that the criminal facing a prepared and willing defender often departs the situation with no shots fired by the defender. The deterrent factor is the bad guy not knowing who can fight back. All right, this is very important. 
Burton. If you draw your gun and say, don't move, I got a gun, and I will use it, and you look badass, there's a good chance that nut job will, you know, freak out and turn around and run. But if you look weak and feeble, drawing the gun doesn't come out smooth, you're shaking, your voice is cracking, you say freeze instead of don't move, a diaphragm word, might just challenge you. You better be prepared to use it. Number three, don't let the gun make you reckless. Ladies and gentlemen, commandment number three is important in New Jersey. Contrary to what anti-self-defense people believe, the gun does not pull the trigger. If anything, it is a constant reminder of danger and causes the holder to be more cautious. The higher standard of care permit holders are held to demands an expectation to avoid situations and locations that could escalate into a confrontation. Don't go looking for trouble, but realize it can appear anywhere and anytime. Very important. Number four is get the license. In New Jersey, we have to. They're saying, don't. he says, don't carry illegally. We're not going to do that in New Jersey. Number five, know what you are doing. The key here is learn the rules of the road. Check your source regarding laws, use of force, rules of engagement, and get competent instruction and ongoing training. Many times in classes or training, I witness people who can't perform under just peer pressure, let alone deadly threat. Learn, do, and practice regularly. It is your responsibility. Boy, I can't stress that enough, okay? Uh, number six, concealed meat concealed. Don't fall for the first time gun carriage under uh, urge, uh, carrier urge to let everyone know you got the power. Depending on where you live, it could be a crime. It's not New Jersey, but don't show your peace, okay? Should you, you don't want to try to scare the horses. Just keep it as an element of surprise. How many times have I said this? A million times, right? The, 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 you want the element of surprise, ladies and gentlemen. Maximize your firearm's familiarity. The more you work with the chosen firearm, the more reflexively skilled you become uh, in its emergency use and safe handling. All right? This is so important. Practice with what you got. You know, qualify with two guns and practice, practice, practice with those two guns. I got people coming in. I qualify with four guns, and the police departments didn't send it to, to, the, to the court yet, so I'm going to qualify with three more of my guns. I'm like, you're going to have seven guns you're going to rotate through? Yeah, well, it depends on where I'm going and what I'm wearing. Okay. <laughs> I carried a five-shot revolver in my front right pocket for about 20 years. Right. The same gun. Same gun. Same platform, same yeah. pocket holster, same two Bianchi speed strips, okay? Same feel, and I'll tell you same what, trigger pull, will, same everything. In my prime, we could have put a target out at 10 feet away, a FBI Q target, and with my eyes closed, I could draw that gun from my pocket and shoot it the size of a basketball, bl- blindfolded, into that Q target. Yeah. All right. With no with no burps. All right. Now, number nine. Oh, no, excuse me. Uh, Number eight. Understand the fine points. You are responsible to know the details of carry laws in your states. Remember that. No, you know, trespassing. That's why you want to listen to Knappen's podcast. You want to listen to my show. You want to join ANJRPC, CNJFO. We're going to keep you aware of all of this. Number nine. Commandment number nine. Carry an adequate firearm. Now. There's a caveat to that. If all you can handle is a 22 revolver, Ayub would say, then that's all you can carry. All right? I recommend a minimum of 9mm or 38, or if you're having a hard time racking the slide, a 380. But if there's a reason why you can only carry a 22 Magnum revolver, I'm okay with it, ladies and gentlemen. A little gun is better than no gun. Okay? 
Number 10, use common sense and recognize the power and responsibility the gun represents. It belongs only in the hands of a person responsible enough to know and care about consequences, who cares about the safety of others and respects human life, okay? I need you to all learn that. Number 11, make sure you have U.S. Law Shield or NY TAC defense if you're in New York or New Jersey because you'll thank me for that too. All right, now what are some of the mistakes people make? A lot of people don't never carry enough ammunition, Sandy. So I always carry the five shot, and I carry 12 extra rounds with me, two Bianchi speed strips, six and six, right? Yeah. If I was going to carry a semi-auto, if I had a 10-round semi-auto on my right side, I'd carry at least one spare magazine with 10 rounds in it. So I'd have, if possible, one in the chamber, 10 in the mag, and 10 in the other mag. So I'd have 21 rounds of ammo. You know, I'm still a big guy. I'm 245 pounds. You know, if I have two magazines and I carry this and a flashlight and my keys and my money and everything else, you know what? My, I'm going to need suspenders. There's, there's only yeah. so much I can yeah. carry. Exactly. So I'm a, one, I'm, a, I'm a one mag type of guy. I would practice drawing from concealment one billion jillion times. One of the number one places people leave their gun, we talked about this all the time, is in the bathroom especially a public bathroom, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I've witnessed it yeah, in so two different times. gun ranges. Not my place. I've witnessed it in two different gun ranges in my life, and I've witnessed it in public places in my lifetime. Put the gun in the web of your underwear. Very hard to pull your pants up with the gun in your crotch, okay? Uh, you know, be careful when you're hugging people, Sandy. There's people that you might not want to know you have a gun on. Yeah, absolutely. There, there really is. Concealed means concealed, all right? Uh, you might want to be careful when you go to a doctor's appointment in New Jersey. Maybe when you go to a doctor's appointment, maybe you want to bring a little briefcase with you or a little bag, like this looks like it's holding your laptop or something. Yeah. And when the nurse puts you in the room and says you can get changed now, you can put it in that bag. Right. All right. So it's off body carry. But, you know, but as soon as the doctor leaves you in that room again after he wait, made you wait for four hours, you can strap it back on. So there are options, whether it's a fanny pack, whether it's a briefcase or something. But remember, if they're going to take you now to another room for a test, that, that, that briefcase has to come with you. There's big commitments here. Maybe you wanted to keep it locked in the car when you go to doctor's appointment. So maybe they have a gun-free zone sign on the front of doctor's office. You could check all of this out. Number, you got another one to remember. Please, 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 please don't use your range bag to travel don't use your backpack to travel yeah. people leaving ammo loaded magazines high cap magazines standard cap magazines people leaving guns loaded guns in their luggage i every, don't, we read about it every couple of weeks all right don't skimp on the safe i did videos the other day for temporary safes permanent safes or whatever you, this is a big commitment you're going to have guns you're going to be carrying a gun whether you have a safe in your car or whatever i did a video come into the store we have plenty of options from thirty dollars to three hundred dollars john Acapinti came in he bought two economical safes one for him one for his son to put in their pickup trucks they have landscape business and he bought two moderately placed safes to put in their bedroom like in their nightstand drawer so they can secure their gun like while they're taking a shower or whatever <clears throat> very, very, very important. Another thing, don't buy a cheap holster. Nothing looks weaker than drawing your gun and the holster comes out with it because you bought a cheap nylon holster with a cheap plastic clip and you have the thumb brake on it and when you pull the gun out, when your fight or flight reflexes kick in and you lose your fine motor functions and you look like Barney Fife when the gun comes out with the holster, okay? Important. Again, I want to I stress again, it's important that you have insurance. 
Uh, I can't I can't stress that enough. And you know we can't have insurance per se in New Jersey, but we can have U.S. Law Shield or NY Tax Defense for that twenty or thirty dollars a month. Uh, I believe it's very very important in New Jersey. Make sure you're carrying the right ammunition. We sell at the store all the ammunitions that uh, New Jersey uh, is allowable. That is hollow point, but it has a little piece of plastic in it. All right. Uh, you know, uh, it's important that you have that. Make sure, again, that uh, if you're going to carry, you're going to carry every day. Uh, let's talk a little bit about alcohol. So all the years I carried a gun, I never drank alcohol. Some people will say, well, I'll have one drink. If I'm involved in a shooting and uh, they order blood work on me, I don't want any alcohol to come up in my system. Yeah, that's for sure. That's that's just my feelings, okay? Yep. Uh, we're going to be dealing with some lawsuits in New Jersey because they're going to outright ban guns anywhere where alcohol is served, even you know, um, brewery or anything else like that. So we're going to have we're going to have to deal with some situations in in the state anyway. But I would rather, much rather, not be drinking. I'd rather be the designated armed person than uh, than drinking. Uh, remember, you're, you shouldn't brandish a gun, okay? shouldn't lift your shirt up and posture at somebody and say, you know, look at me, I got a gun. In the New Jersey, it is illegal to brandish. It be, in New Jersey, brandishing a gun like that would be no different than pulling the gun out and putting it right up to their forehead. Yeah, right. Let's not buy cheap ammunition. When we buy our ammunition, we can practice with range ammo, but you better shoot at least five boxes of that Corbon ammunition, or that guard dog ammunition out of your gun flawlessly, at least one box if it's a revolver, at least five box of 25 or 50 rounds without any malfunctions before you decide to carry that ammo. Very, very important. Another one, Momos. We're all excited in New Jersey. We have carry. Don't show your gun off in public. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't be going uh, places and say, look, I got my carry permit. You know, there's no need to tell anybody. Right. And if you have a carry permit, you should be carrying it in the house. If you're waiting for your carry permit to be approved, these 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, lawsuit 120 days, you should have been carrying it in your house all along or yeah. your place of business if you own the place. This is the perfect time for you to practice and see, oh, my God, that holster sucks. Oh, my God, that Glock 19 is just a little too big for me. Yeah. Oh, my God, I need a big, smaller gun because Anthony's Anthonyism says the older and fatter you are, the smaller the gun you're going to carry. Don't be locking guns in glove compartments. Get a locking box, like I said, with the cable on it. Glove compartment can be defeated with a screwdriver in a half a second, ladies and gentlemen. Glove compartment is not a secure place to put a firearm. Make sure, uh, <laughs> make sure that your gun is always cleaned and well-oiled. If you go to the range and shoot it and it's your carry gun, when you get home, take it apart. Clean it, field strip it, and put it back together, okay? Remember, no laws are black and white. You should be documenting all of your training. All of your training should be in a folder from day one. Let's talk about clothing. You know, everybody's going to be buying Hawaiian shirts now, Sandy. But you got to think <laughs> about your clothing. Your clothing is going to fit differently. Are you printing? If you're carrying a gun that has a, a like the, a lot of guys like skateboard tape on the grips of their gun, you yeah. know your shirt's going to stick to that, right? That's you're going right. to be like the woman whose dress is stuck in her pantyhose yeah. at work, and you're right. walking around. 
and everybody's going to see your gun. You need to practice this shit. That's why you should be practicing at home over and over again, wearing it, sitting down. I told you that one time when I had the house in West Milford, Sandy, I sat down, and when I got up, my gun was hooked to the metal of, of the back of the chair, and the chair came up with me. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. <laughs> remember that. the grip of the gun. I my my ex-wife at the time she bought these cute little like bistro chairs for the deck. And I sat in a cute little bistro chair with my fat ass as a probably like 420 pounds at the time and the butt of the gun, the revolver hooked on <laughs> to the decorative scrolling metal <laughs> and when I got up the chair came with me. Not a good look. No, not at all. Imagine if I if I was in a restaurant and I walked out with the chair <laughs> on my ass. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that would have been. Uh, if yeah. you're carrying a gun, should you be playing a game of hoops with your kids in the schoolyard? No. If you're carrying a gun, should you practice the wrestling moves that you did when you were in high school and now you're 65 years old and you're trying to brag to your kids? I'd say no. Exactly. Off-body carry we just talked about, like a woman in a purse or something. you got to control that thing 24-7, ladies, if you're going to carry in a purse holster, if you're going to carry in a fanny pack. You cannot leave that in a cart 30 seconds with kids in a car. And you, you can't, can't leave, leave it, it in, in the car. cart when you're shopping. You can't leave it in the cart when you're shopping either. This is very important, okay? Practice with different holsters. Find what is right for you. Stationary shooting is fine, but, man, you need more and more training. The next thing you're going to need, you need a better belt. All of you need a better belt. I buy my belts. It's not a plug. He's not get, He's not paying me. Beltman.org or beltman.net. I can't off the top of my head. Man, these things are thick because your holster is going to weep away from your body, especially if you're a little chubby. Your holster is going to weep away. The only way to stop the holster from weeping away is to have a rigid belt. Or you're going to have to tighten the belt so hard you're going to look like an hourglass walking down the street. Yeah, right. Not a good look. Not Sandy, I think that's unhealthy also, right? It sure is, yeah. <laughs> sure is. Uh, you know, make sure you know the laws crossing state lines. Handgunlaw.us. Handgunlaw.us. They do not have an app, but you can go on your mobile device, handgunlaw.us, and save it to your home screen on your Google, Android, or iPhone, which is what I have. And you should check every time before you're going to travel out of state to make sure the laws haven't changed from state to state with attorney generals having a pissing contest and stuff, okay? Uh, that pretty much covers that there. Anybody has any other questions, I want you to bring them uh, to my attention, and I will answer them. We also, Sandy, we have listed, besides the use of force classes we have online, which is a cheap, it's like 50 bucks, it's three hours. Uh, we also have uh, Stop the Bleed hemorrhage control classes listed on our site. <clears throat> and we also have adult and CPR AED listed on our site. We also sell tourniquets in the gun shop at Gun for Hire here. Uh, so everybody should have a small first aid kit. Everybody should have some type of uh, stop the bleed kit and, uh, you know, uh, stuff like that. Uh, I would think it's very important. Again, training, 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 join a club, join a range like Gun for Hire, uh, take some uh, advanced classes, obviously watch some videos and stuff and listen to my podcast, listen to Evan's podcast. This is all important and get involved in the two A groups and activities. Uh, I can't stress this enough. Again, October 13th, Tony Simon will be back here with the second is for everyone. I will hopefully will be in Naples if they're still in Naples. 
And uh, October 16th, Atenzia Defensive Pen and Knife Class is uh, scheduled. And uh, October 14th and 15th is our uh, long-range class, if anybody wants to take that as well, which we do that out in Pennsylvania at uh, Tommy Gun. So we've got a huge dance card here. And again, started building my business on training 30 years ago in 1992. Got a pretty damn good track record here. I'm always available for you guys and girls. Support those who support you. You want to check out the gun store. Again, every time you come down here, you spend in the gun store, you're going to get a ticket. We're giving away six firearms and uh, 25 other gifts. Every day, we're going to be drawing a different bag that has something in it. And the grand prize is going to be drawn on Halloween, October 31st. And since my beloved employees are not allowed to enter this raffle, Sandy, mm-hmm. on October 31st, we're raffling something like a firearm to all of my employees. <laughs> hey, and great. they do not have to purchase anything. All of their names will be put in the bucket, and someone that doesn't work here will be drawing the name out, and one of my employees is going to be winning something killer. So I really, again, I love them all, um, and uh, the gun store has been phenomenally busy here. The ammo specials we have for members and non-members alike, and uh, we have over 1,200 firearms in stock, ladies and gentlemen, and we've only been open four months. Nice. Nice. We have tons of cases and holsters and magazines and accessories and hollow suns and trigicons and Leicas and Nikons and all that other stuff. So come on down and check it out again. Support those who support you. Sandy, to you. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a kind of think media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, available at the bookstore, now gun store, now range, at at Gun for Hire, uh, or wherever great books are sold. I would suggest you get one for you and for somebody you know, and there's some bad times coming, so you really want to know how to protect yourself. Uh, with that, uh, we love you guys from the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful foothills of the Carolinas. God willing, Jesus tarries in the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. And I'm going to Carolina.